Hello everybody, um, yeah, it's me, uh, welcome to the Skeptical Scotsman, uh, I guess we're gonna call this the 4th of July edition, I don't know. Um, this episode is called, uh, Chili Powder and Tampons. As funny as that sounds. Okay, now. I want to talk about a couple of things, uh, one of them being a few of the SCOTUS decisions that were just released. I was busy at work all week, so I didn't get into it as much as I should have, but you know, work is work. Uh, first of all, let me cover affirmative action as far as I can, as quickly as I can. Um, most of the uh, black and colored uh, media sensations that you see uh, that are on uh, Fox, CNN, um, NBC, ABC, uh, whatever it is, CBS, whatever uh, network they're working for, if they're over, what, 50 years old? Chances are the reason they got into college, and most of them will admit the reason they got into college, is because of affirmative action. They needed to have a certain ratio, a certain racial uh, ratio, to their attending students in any given year. Now, knowing that, like, a lot of these people were hunted down by admissions officers for these different colleges, including... Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. He benefited from affirmative action. That's why he is a Supreme Court Justice that allowed him to attend law school and to get to a judgeship and all this other stuff that's followed. Most, most uh, black, Latino, and Asian people, when they get into those positions, um has been, uh, especially back in the day, like 60s, 70s, when, when affirmative action was a big deal, they had to make up their... It was a very big deal for them. That's the only way they could get out because college, uh, college recruiters were looking at all the average white people and going off of what their grades were. It didn't matter if Asians were better at math or if a Mexican was better at math or uh, a black person was better at math, unless they were stellar about it, then they were really a, uh, then it was really affirmative action that got them through. And then those people, all the uh, I, I've seen I've seen my uh, Facebook, MeWe, um, YouTube, everything getting uh, spun out by. All of these media pundits who uh, benefited from affirmative action. And everybody's wondering why Clarence Thomas, who benefited from affirmative action, would vote against affirmative action. It doesn't make any sense. And yes, in my opinion, the legacy uh, recruitment should uh, stop, period. Well... He was a grandson of my... Fuck him. If he can't get in on his own merits, he doesn't deserve to go in. Period. I say keep the standard even across the board 
for all students. Doesn't matter if the name's Jokimpi Wabuza Baba. Doesn't matter to me. I'm gonna look at what they. I'm gonna look at their entry. Like there are colleges who require you to fill out an essay on your challenges getting to college and you know your life. And there are students who don't fill them out because certain one uh, like the athletic ones they they have somebody else write it for them or whatever and they get through because they're a, an athlete and yes that actually does fly for most of the african americans but for white latino and asian students and for the ones who are on a non-athletic scholarship that are african american they have to write about their challenges in life getting to college and the people who don't write those Typically, those get picked up and thrown in the trash without being looked at. If they do not have that essay, you're not getting into that college. I don't care if you can write 10,000 words a minute and uh, come up with trash. If you cannot write an essay on your, on your difficulties, you will not get into these colleges. If you're a legacy, you can probably get away with doing a lot less. But basically, there are, I know people who got into college... They were dumb as shit. And they still got the hell in. Because they wrote about... They literally, like... I was, what, 25? And this kid was trying to apply for college. He was at a, a restaurant that I was at. Filling out all the college paperwork. He was doing the essay. He started asking senior citizens what they'd been through. And... This kid was with his grandmother, his mother, his grandpa, his father. There are like five other kids that are younger than him sitting at this table. And, you know, the kids are being uh, holy terrors. This kid is Latino. He starts asking everybody else what they went through in their lives. And, start, and one guy says he lost his wife. So he, uh, so he changed it. Well, I can change that into being my girlfriend died after be, uh, halfway through high school. Died tragically in a huge wreck that uh, killed her instantly and stuff. He was taking stories and making them his own. And I went over and asked what was going on. Mind you, this is back in 05. And asked him why he was writing down their stories as his own. He said because he was looking forward to being the first person in his family to get to go to college. And I, I flat out asked his parents something and... They couldn't speak very good English, but they were okay with him lying his ass off to get into college. Whatever gets him in, they were okay with. And he wanted to go so badly he was willing to lie about his entire life. I get it. I wouldn't do it. I was raised with integrity. But, you know, it's whatever. I don't have to lie about my life experiences. When I list the stuff that I've been through, hell, in most conversations I list what I've been through from my childhood. Uh, from my childhood on, most people were like, well, how the hell did you survive all that? I just did. Okay? I have four siblings. All four of us are alive. And I think it's a no... My survival is depend was dependent on the fact that my mother wasn't pampering, but she was supportive. It wasn't, oh, it'll be all right, the world's a great place. No, it was, the world's, uh, the world is, the world ain't fair. I love you, 
I'll hug you. The world ain't fair. You still got to get up off your ass and start to walk in the walk. And my dad, he's like, you need to stop crying. Stop fucking crying right now. Get up and fucking go at it again. Even if it hurt a lot. <laughs> I'm not saying my dad was the best father in doing so. But it did teach me resolve and like... When I got beat in sports, my dad's like, well, maybe I'll make you try harder next time. Maybe you'll practice and get better at it. And I did. At one point, you know, playing all the sports in the backyard, literally everything. We played, we even played uh, badminton in, the, in, in our backyard. Badminton, volleyball, basketball, baseball, soccer. Uh, we tried playing hockey and found out that we couldn't afford the sticks back then because that was back when the... Uh, Gritsky was a huge deal, <laughs> but I was told to go to college. I didn't go to college, but we, uh, affirmative action helps, is there to help, uh, people who are not going for academic scholarships to get scholarships, in my view, and we have an entire generation of Gen Xers and possible uh, younger uh, younger millennials who only have jobs only have the jobs they have now because they had the opportunity to go to college because recruiters were looking actively for these token people. Do I think it's fair to everybody that that and uh, that affirmative action works that way? I think you need to have a even spread of uh, an even mix of every ethnicity if possible you know I mean, it can't just be legacy old pasty faced white legacies or uh, African American legacies I know you you probably don't know about that but yes there are African American legacies where a black person's grandparents graduated from that college and they get a legacy entry due to that yes it does happen I've actually seen documentaries on this Get rid of legacy enrollments and all that. Um, based on the merits, if their scores are good, like if not everybody, not everybody who goes to college can be Einstein with math. I know I suck at math, but apply the same standard throughout your student body. When you're doing admissions, flip through them. If you're not sensing enough diversity, if you're sensing the same old shit, well. Stop applying some dumbass formula that's broke into college admissions. If you admitted people on the merits and the diversity of their skills alone, you would get a wide, diverse range of your uh, student body. Literally. They've already done a study on that. If you just went by their merits, not the name, not the skin color, not what family they came from, none of that shit. Base it on their merits, their accomplishments, what they've overcome, what their skill sets are. What if if you need to get somebody, get us a, a, a psychologist to uh, do an evaluation, an interview with them to figure out if they would be a good fit or if this person doesn't need to be in because they're not stable or some weird thing like that. Now, having said that. Uh, I think uh, if you did everything appropriately, you wouldn't need affirmative action. 
And then uh, what another bit of that problem is, which we'll cover in another subject here really quick, is financing. But I'll talk about that here in just a second. I think affirmative action, uh, if, if colleges were actually doing what they say they're doing, you wouldn't need affirmative action, period. But they're obviously not doing what, they're suppo- what they said they were doing because you still need affirmative action to, uh, to give opportunities to uh, disadvantaged people. I won't say a color because... Hell, I'm poor. I, I'm still poor, white trash, and I plan on my daughter going to college for something. My youngest one to go to college for something she enjoys doing, maybe zoology because she loves animals. Okay, now, um, then there's two other issues that I wanted to cover. Um, is student loan forgiveness. This, like I said, I'll get back to this in a minute. So the issue with the what I'm hearing from mostly Gen Zers and very young millennials is that you go to college and you're in debt until you're 40. No, you're not. The issue with student loans, I took out a student loan when I was 31 years old. I was going to WTI. I was going to get a degree. A technical degree in electronics uh, uh, technician or electronic technologies whatever you want to call it anyway I wanted some to do some hands-on work and that was what was available and they said uh, they said I would graduate in four years which I understood and they went ahead and signed me up for the loan and I would have been, if I'd gone all four years, I would have been $20,000 in the hole for that loan. Now, for me, I did everything I was supposed to do, and I got my loan cut off at the first semester because I, there, uh, the, the system that they were running their testing and shit on wasn't efficient and wasn't correct. I pointed this out to them after I dropped, after I, uh, dropped out. And yes, I did all the stuff to end student loan, all that nonsense. I sent emails, sent letters, went to the office, talked to the dean, had all that. I did everything correctly so that my student loan would be canceled out. And when Obama did away with, uh, did that first round, my debt got eliminated with that. So I haven't had to worry about that in years. But if I go, my uh, my advisor who signed me up for the loans, she said she's horrible at math too, but she did this printout, and it said that I would pay, I would say that I would go to school, I would go all four years, I would be 20 grand in debt, but they would also, because of their technical institute, they would also work on getting me a job during my last year in school, so that I was getting, I was getting experience while still in school, and then by the time I got out of school, the job would pay me more. Excuse me. The job would pay me more because I had graduated and stuck with them. And they said they had companies all over the place that were hiring for what I was wanting to do. So 
getting starting off at like 20 25 bucks an hour wasn't anywhere near out of the question because i actually wanted to i i would i originally i went for some uh a class and found that i couldn't do it because i was horrible in math you know i had one of the lowest scores i'd ever seen in the uh, math arena everything else i was good at but math i just sucked at too much so they put me in the e they, they said that uh electronics technicians they explained to me what it was and that it was actually a growing market they showed me some of the jobs that were available at current back in 2011 i could do those jobs they were very hands-on very heady i could deal with that so i went and got in that class and uh yeah, I did all that crap, and what the, the plan outline was is for me to get go four years and have $20,000 in debt. The cool part is, is because of me working the last year, if I paid the payments, which is like three or $400 a month, nothing too bad, average car payment, you know, uh, if, if I could afford like three to $400 a month to pay off the loan, the loan would be paid off in like literally five years because you're paying down that money you know and she said she said that uh, if I'm paying if if I choose to pay more after school I could or if they straight up hired me if the company straight up hired me without my degree then I would uh, You'd have to be really good at it, but they would also double what your uh, start out would be for sticking with them. You know, loyalty program and all that. But I figured it up, and after four years, the base pay would be the base pay for an, uh, for an ET would be above forty thousand dollars a year, well above uh, an hourly rate. I think it's like twenty five. And that's that's the start out after 20 years i would be making more than 50 dollars an hour you know i'd be making double what i made to start out with clearly i'm not on that path anymore but with the money if i budgeted my money correctly even with a even with a girlfriend and uh two kids and you know dogs place to pay for all that stuff if i could pay down the loan while I was still in school and, uh, and working on it then it would take me literally less than five years to pay off if I got a really good paying job and kept working and then graduated and stayed with the same company most companies doubled your pay or increased it by one and a half for oh, one and a half uh, times what you were what you would have originally made not having the degree and the interest rate on the loan was two, it was just under three. It was like 275 2.95%, 2 something like that. It was really low. I don't know what the interest rates are now. I know two years ago, the interest rates were 5%. That was the national average for a college loan, is 5%. I got in at 2.75%. Uh, it was below 2.99, so they were uh, the the average loan then was 2.75, and uh, 
and literally they were telling everybody, go to college. Well, you have the chance. It's lower than it's ever been in history, ever. So I went, knowing that if they, knowing at that rate, it would take a long time to accrue enough interest to really do damage. And three years after I quit, my student loan debt was $1,800. That's it, $1,800, nothing more. And that got blown away by Obama, so I'm not upset about that. It wasn't very much to get rid of. But when you know you're failing and you know the next class is going to be even harder, you have to know when to duck out. But the interest rate on the loan is one of the major points. If, you're, if they're charging you a lot of interest, and then your degree choice. If you're, getting, if you're going to a technical, a technical college... Get a degree in something you can actually use. Don't go after a botanist degree if you're not going to study plants. Don't go after a nursing uh, degree if you're not going to try nursing. Otherwise, it defeats the purpose of it. Get a degree that is going to be a valid career. I mean, you wouldn't want to go be a, a be an apprentice at a, a print pressers because that's almost a, a dead art. Is Printing, like physically printing, using a printing press and everything, those are almost dead industries. Everything's online now. And with the way things are looking, I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. The problem is, is we don't have enough, uh, we're, we're going to run short on storage, so we're about to see a new uh, hike up on that. But student, when, when you get a bunch of... Uh, really young millennials and just the entire gen z are like we're under crushing debt you accumulated twenty thousand dollars in debt over a degree that you're going to make uh, over a degree you're not going to make any money off of now having said that if you're accepting uh, college uh, loans government college loans at above five percent on a degree you'll never use why are you in school well, I want to do this, I want to do that. Get a degree you can use. If you're just getting a degree for to have a degree so you can list it and get a better job that way, go for something you don't care about. Go for microbiology. A lot of people do that. They get a degree in bi uh, microbiology. They spend two years, have a, uh, have a BA, and done. They have a degree. It's a shit degree, but it's a degree. If you actually want a degree for a reason for a particular industry... I would implore you to get a degree in something that you're actually going to fucking use. Like, literally use from day to day to day to day. Like, for me, if I went into, if I went to any kind of college, I'd have to go into trade school. I'm really good with my hands and I, I'm a maintenance man. So for me, going into the trades, plumbing, electrical, carpentry is my main forte. But... That's the problem with a lot of kids, is that they don't know what they want to do. They just want to do something and make an assload of money doing it. Pick a career that will make you money first. If you want to back up in something you enjoy doing, in something you actually like doing, okay. But that's your, back, that's your backup. But you want to be in an industry that's in high demand and not going to be a bursting bubble. Now... As far as these kids saying they're going to be in debt till the if, if if you're young and you're like well we, we want these we want our debt eliminated now 
budget your money appropriately, and you can have it. Sh you can have this shit paid off in four years. I think it's more than fifty percent of Generation Z does not have a driver's license because Uber and all these other fucking rideshare things that are going on now. They've eliminated the need to even have a car because you can always use somebody else's who does know how to use their car. So you're doing the way you're. You don't have a license. You don't have a vehicle. You don't. You most of them either live in a uh, an apartment or still live with their parents, and that still presents some issues because if you're a young person, you, oh, you have to have you have to have a phone. Uh, AirPods, I guess they're called, the uh, earphones for uh, like iPhones and crap. I don't get the fascination with iPhones or iPod, uh, AirPods, but you know, whatever. It's not my thing. But if you're getting a brand new phone, new earphones, um, you got a brand new car, you have to do maintenance of the car and insurance of the car. You, if you, and then you're, well, I have to have my own place, okay. That and then, with as dumb as some generate uh, some some Gen Zers are, you might want to get renter's insurance so that in case you do something, the insurance pays for the loss of it. And then it's buying new clothes. People, uh, all I hear from a lot of Gen Zers that they don't buy new clothes. Yeah, you do. You all want to look just as fly as you can, even if it's retro fashion. You still have to go out and spend money to do that. And, yeah, you want an entire life, uh, uh, you know, internet, streaming services, game systems, home internet, all that. You, uh, everything, you don't have to have everything at once. College loans didn't become in vogue so that you could fuck it off because you want to go to college and then you want to have this brand new job, you want to have a good pay, or a kick-ass a paying job and then you literally go broke in a year because you've overextended yourself if you're young go to college if you go to if you're going to go to college get into a career that's actually going to be around when you're older then here and here's the real part budget your money appropriately you don't need to go out to a Taylor Swift concert or whoever the hell anybody of anybody uh, wants to go visit because those tickets are just overpriced and you're stupid if you buy those anyway. You're looking to have the luxuries in life and say fuck all the bills. Well, the bills don't stop coming just because you want them to stop. That's just not the way that works. If you're getting mad because the college loans are sucking life out of you. The college loans, if they're uh, structured properly, are going to cost you less. They're going to cost you about two to two to $500 a month. And yes, if you get a good paying job, you can pay as much as you need or as much as you want into paying that bill off. So if the if you manage to reduce the bill to, let's say, 200 and... You get uh, you end up getting a really good job, or you get some a lot of extra money, like you're doing Uber Eats or some crap, and you pay the loan off using that. Your loan shrinks dramatically. Instead of taking five years to pay off, you're looking at maybe a two and a half year payoff. 
So all these claims of Gen Zers, well, it's going to take me till I'm 40 to... No, it's not. You just have no giddy-up go-to you. Like, seriously, it's not that hard to, uh, to pay that off. You have to budget. You cannot have everything you want by the time you're 30 and... Or when you're 25, you're like, oh, I just got out of college, and I just got a really good job. Now I'm going to go off and buy all this. No. Pay your student loan off first. Why do you think lawyers don't end up in debt? They pay off their student loans within the first five years they, uh, they've passed the bar. They work like a god, uh, dog, get treated like shit for the first what, one to five years or something, then they actually start making money because they're not busy paying off student loans. Like the first, one guy said he worked for three years to pay off his student loans to become a mid-level lawyer, and once he got everything, once he got his student loans paid off, he had money then. Like he worked his ass off at the law firm he was at, did well, and then after his student loans were paid, he literally had bought himself a house in two years' time. He literally didn't have a girlfriend, didn't have kids. He started out in he started out in college, got through law school, all that bullshit. As soon as he got out of law school, law school and went to a law firm, he spent two and a half years working his ass off. He was eating dog shit, getting treated like the piece of crap that they always treat newbies like in law offices. And he got promoted to a better position in the same company after, uh, right before he got his college loans paid off, which in, the better position in, included a better pay raise. And so he found himself without college loan debt in two and a half years. And he all of a sudden had a lot of money. Like, instead of, and it, because he paid the loans off as fast as humanly possible, like, he said he lived on, he, he was tired of eating ramen noodles by the time he paid off his debt. He ate ramen noodles for two and a half years uh, after college. He ate ramen noodles all during college, but, yeah, he did all that. And after his college loans were paid off and he no longer had any of that to worry about, he said he saved up for about... He, he In two years' time, he managed to buy himself a six-bedroom, two-bath, two-story home. And he didn't have a wife or a kid at that point. So he went out and bought himself a... a uh, I think it was a truck. A nice... You know, he said he wanted to have a nice macho truck, so uh, went out and bought one. And then, you know, he's still building up his wealth. He gets the he gets the house paid off, the truck paid off. The truck took like six months to pay off, and it he owned it. And then he managed he like out of nowhere, all of a sudden he was engaged and uh, married, and next thing you know, he's got kids running around. And they're living a very nice life. He makes a lot of money. He makes quite a bit of money every year. And he's now apparently a uh, uh, just below partner in his law firm. He's one of the top attorneys there who's not a partner. 
but yeah, he he went to law school, paid off his loan debt. He didn't have anybody pay it off for him. Uh, he was on an academic scholarship, which he nailed, but with what he did, he had to pay, he still had to pay everything back. Because apparently one of his uh, one of the semesters he got a D and because he was partying too much he had to buckle down and get down with that, but these kids, a lot of the kids are complaining about college debt is going to be with them till they're forty. We'll stop spending money, like it's like the money's there free. No, I'm not. I'm not going to help. Uh, a I'm not going to help any of this new generation pay off their college loans. Because they want everything for free. Oh, education should be free. This should be free. That should be... No, you just want everything for free. You don't mind subscriptions for streaming services and all this other junk, but... Oh my god, education, you might actually have to pay for it. Budget your money better. If you still live with mommy and daddy, well, they should be charging your ass rent. Mine did. Okay. Now... Um, we're going to switch to, uh, slightly to the LGBT issue that was decided on, uh, Friday. Apparently, um, you can deny service to LGBT couples based on your religious beliefs. Number one, I would reserve the right to refuse service to anybody, period. That's my own personal thing, but I'm in Kansas. I can refuse the right to serve anybody I want. And my, my, my base on that is if people are being dicks or assholes to me, screw them. I don't need them. Um, and this crap of, well, it goes against my religious beliefs. Okay, but... You're in business. And just so as you know, um, usually when they're doing same-sex weddings, same-sex couples normally pay out a lot more than uh, traditional man and woman couples. Like, a traditional straight couple will have a, have a uh, even a, a relativistically big budget. Gay and lesbian couples spend easily twice that for their stuff easily like there's not even a question they spend a lot more money because i don't know why they do we just i know it's a i know it's a statistical fact that they do and if you're a christian who's that bent on well i'm not gonna do uh, this person was a web designer in this case anyway she didn't want to have to design web stuff uh websites for gay couples because for her, that's her expression. It's like, if they're paying, if you've taken the money, shut the hell up and do what you were asked to do. If they end up taking your idea, if they end up taking your idea and they pay you for it and all this crap, and then you're like, well, I have a problem. You've already been paid. Fuck off. If they're telling you they're gay outright from the get-go and that they want, you know, they're start lining it up, you don't agree with their wedding... I'm sorry, I cannot accept your business. I refuse the right to assert, uh, I re reserve the right to refuse to serve you. I reserve the right to refuse service to anybody for uh, whatever reason. You know, it's a very simple thing. 
but when you throw religion religion into it, it's not that far a jump to see, like, Jim Crow laws coming back. Well, we don't serve your kind here. It's against our religion. Yes, it is possible, and it's very likely that uh, that will happen at some point here soon. As evolved as we think we are, certain segments of our society are still backwards as fucking dog shit. And for people to say, well, we can't go back to... We're not going to go back to that. We've already come... We're already... We've already stepped uh, that direction. With some of the draconian laws that have been passed here recently, yes, it could get that bad. Now, if you reserve the right to refuse service to anybody, you don't have to give them a reason. Just like, I cannot serve you. Thank you for your uh, interest in uh, patronizing my business. But no. What's the harm? I mean, shit. It's easier to do. It's easier to do that than. I don't. My religion doesn't allow me to marry you because you're gay. Okay, so what's wrong with marrying a, a gay couple? I heard. I have no qualms with it. I mean, shouldn't everybody just be as uh, unhappy or as happy as they need to be? I mean, if, now, all them people who uh, are like, well. I've run into plenty of uh, stuff like this. Well, age is a number, yeah, and prison is just four walls and a bed, and yeah, other advanced analogies that I won't mention here. But yeah, um, when people say age is just a number, and then you've got a a forty-five to fifty-year-old dating a fifteen-year-old, or even a nineteen-year-old, it's like, whoa, you're you're. This person has mommy or daddy issues, and that person is pedophilic. Well, they're once or 18. You're 50. You should be looking at women in a completely different age bracket than anybody who's 18. And you could say that that's ageist. I wouldn't care. I still believe that. If you're 45, look for somebody your age. And the reason women don't like... Uh, a lot of the single guys at 45 is because they're set in their ways and they don't want to get married or they if they get married they want to have grandma and grandpa's marriage that lasted 70 years you're not going to be married long enough to see 70 years if you're getting married at 40 if you're getting remarried at 45 you're not going to see the 70th wedding anniversary you'll be lucky if you see number 40 because the average human life expectancy right now is 84 years Anyway, as a business, you using your religion as a, as a reason not to serve a gay couple or let them partake of your services because you don't believe in gay marriage is like me telling you that you're not allowed to eat uh, meat because I'm vegan. That makes no fucking sense. If you come up to my vegan stand and tell me you want meat, we have nuts. Well, that's not me. Actually, nuts like walnuts, peanuts, are the meat of a nut. That's actually how it's classified. Like, meat is a nut. But... 
I don't think religion should be a basis for uh, denial of uh, your services when you can just charge them more, which is probably unethical, but most gay couples are already paying uh, more money for their weddings anyway. So it kind of negates the point. But yeah, um, it's very odd that things happen like they do. Um, me, if I'm, it's just like with the cake, uh, the cake incident that happened a few years ago. They're, well, we're a Christian business. No, you're not your fucking cake business. You deal with cakes. That's it. No, we're religious based. No, you're not. You do not have a cross and a clergyman right there. That does not mean a religious, um, a religious organization would try to claim exemption on their taxes, and clearly you're not doing that. You're paying for other services from other vendors to have supplies to have cake. Now, in, uh, in the realm of uh, cyber design, like web page designing, well, I can't agree with them because they're gay. I don't approve of gay marriage. My religion doesn't support it. Okay, well, one, show me the Bible where it says that's not allowed. I've already looked. Go ahead. If you come up with something, let me know. I'll be happy to listen to any of you who can find anything in the Bible that says anything about actually being gay or gay marriage. I have already searched. I spent six weeks looking. Couldn't find anything. But if you have proof, like, contextual proof of it in the Bible, I'll look at it, I'll happily look that shit up, and I will let all of you know, uh, aware of it. Okay? Deal? Past that, you've, uh, the argument of we're a religious or uh, we're a reli uh, Christian-based business means about as much as the cow turd smelling a lot just because the cow just shit it out. doesn't really matter. You're firmly held religious beliefs shouldn't come into the area of commerce. If you're into saving souls, join the church. If you're into making money, get out of the church and get into business. Money is green. At least physical money is. So they're green, copper, gold, silver, or nickel. <clears throat> but Having said all that, um, yeah, I think that we need to take a long, hard look at our justices. I think the Supreme Court is unjust at the moment. That's, that seems to be the appropriate word is unjust. I don't think justice is being done by our supermajority uh, conservative uh, Supreme Court. I think they are rather jilted and slanted in their opinions. And in saying that, I've had enough. I'm going to go uh, do some other stuff. Y'all enjoy this podcast. Hopefully you found it enlightening. Um, thank you for thank you to uh, Laura. Thank you, Robert. Um, let's see. I think it's Roxy listens to this. I'm not sure. I'm not sure at all. If you're listening to this, leave a like. Leave a comment, please. I'd love to know who's listening and where you're listening on. 
I don't have a chance to check all the form, all the uh, platforms I'm on because I don't have all the platforms on my phone, so I can't check them all. But y'all have a great day and uh, happy fourth. Peace.